We have two calls of the week uh, today. Well, because they're both quite fine calls. One is hilarious, and the other one I thought was just a, a great call with great questions. And so we start with the first runner-up call of the week. Let's get to uh, Jerry. Uh, let's get to Jerry on, on crime. Okay. Oh, oh, crime in stores. Jerry, yes, we were talking about people stealing from grocery stores and just leaving, leaving, leaving. Um, and and Jerry, you you called in about that a couple of weeks ago, didn't you? I did. But oh. why, real quick, while you were talking about vehicles being disabled, yeah. if you buy any of those Chrysler products, don't worry. They disable themselves. <laughs> yes. So you don't have any problem with that. Just, <laughs> a cop could just follow you until it breaks down. <laughs> That's funny. I want anyway. you to know that that I follow up on your call and calls from other people about a month ago, I guess, regarding okay. uh -huh. re regarding prosecuting these thieves who are going out yeah. of stores with, like, grocery carts filled with thousands of bucks worth of stuff. Okay, so here's what I found out. And I found this out from the grocery stores um, as well as one of the big box stores that said, please don't mention us and we'll tell you some information. I said, fine. So what they do is they make a phone call to their own office that handles this kind of stuff, all right? And then the office there, where it's in Chicago, New York, whatever, they decide whether or not they're going to call the cops on it and Department of Justice. So they're reticent to give me the information, but I'm also told that by one grocery store owner, it is worse now than it's been. It's like over the last couple of years, because of COVID and such, it's worse now than it has been. I got an email from the Department of Justice here in Delaware saying, oh, it doesn't seem to be much worse than it has been ever before. That indicates to me that perhaps these companies are not calling in all of these robberies because it's time consuming and they just add the loss to what you're paying anyway. That's my presumption based upon the information I got from these stores, again, a couple of grocery stores, and our Delaware Department of Justice. So do you have the feeling that the stores realize that dealing with the Democrats is way worse than dealing with the criminals? That, that seems to be my presumption. Yeah, I, I think so. so. I, I think so. You already have criminals, and now you're going to invite other criminals in. And now, instead of just losing product, you may end up losing your business. Oh, I get it. Yeah, no, they just charge more. They, they calculate that in there. Here is the language from Delaware Department of Justice on this. Because, like I said, you gave me a homework assignment. And other listeners did, too. You did it. Well, yes. And, I, and here's, my, yeah. here's my oral report. Wait, I'm in class. So I have to wear a mask. So, since I'm going right. to be in class, I have to wear a mask. Here's my oral report. And the whole thing's missing. The whole thing's missing. They're telling me when the amendment is fifteen hundred dollars. And yeah, how do you grade that, by the way, if you require kids to wear a mask in school? And that's my report. So what they wrote is on the threshold question: shoplifting turns into a felony when the amount reaches one thousand five hundred dollars or more. Less than fifteen hundred bucks is a misdemeanor. Same is true for theft. To include theft, organized retail crime, in as much as you're asking a broader question about how prosecutors decide how to charge, what sentence to request, things like that, we rely on several different kinds of information. 
So they go into a lot of the details, the information, things like that, which I appreciate. Um, the most obvious of those is the evidence, but also includes a range of mitigating or advocating aggravating circumstances, including criminal history, impact on victims, public safety, blah, 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 blah. As a matter of process, we could not get a call from retail or from asset protection. Those calls would go to the police, and if an investigation yielded an arrest, then it would come to us at Department of Justice. Insofar as there is a larger investigation, we do have retail theft deputy who works with law enforcement. So, your question on stats. They're fair, but We'll need to refer you to the Delaware Criminal Justice Information System, Delgis, for any data on that. Now, I don't have legal access to Delgis. I would likely have to do a Freedom of Information Act, uh, a FOIA request for that as well. Because Delgis manages the criminal justice stats for the state, including police, DOJ, and things like that. Anecdotally, none of the prosecutors I spoke to... This is, by the way, I want to thank uh, Matt over at Department of Justice. Matt really did go and ask all these questions and follow up on this. I mean, they're busy prosecuting the state auditor, but they still had time for me with this. <laughs> yeah, right. And I appreciate I really do appreciate that. They're busy prosecuting other state officials. Yeah, well, they took time out. <laughs> well, honestly, that is the job. That's the primary job of, of the state attorney general office is to protect agencies from other people okay so yeah. none, of, none of the, the woman you're eating lunch with you and now now you have to prosecute her i get it exactly none of the prosecutors i spoke to in each of the three counties have noticed an appreciable uptick in the kind of brazen retail theft you're describing they do happen occasionally but no more or less than they did say 15 years ago so anecdotally oh. now Rick, i'm going to tell you something they they could go today and sit, I, I'm not going to mention any names, but Lowe's comes to mind and Home Depot. Yeah. You could go sit in the parking lot and you can literally see people running out the door. Exactly. And, and I think that's what any it, day of the week, except so, it would require one thing. They would have to get up away from their desk, get rid of the secretary spread and go move your butt oh, a little no, bit and no. go look and see what's going on. Here's what so, they know, do. Move that 250 large butt. Okay, Jerry, here's what they do. They have video camera, and they give that video to the home office asset protection, and then it's the home office that decides whether or not to prosecute, and I think that's what's happening. They're just choosing not to. Appreciate the call and the humor. There you have. He just hangs up. I love that. Okay, there you have uh, today's first runner-up call of the week. Next half hour, call of the week. There's more Rick Jensen coming up on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL.